Welcome to Family Mission. Mark and Kimberly Spellman here with you today. Yes, yes, yes. Hello and welcome to our conversation. That's right. You know, uh, we almost started the the podcast here uh, laughing because (laughs) we were in the middle of a conversation before we hit that record button. (laughs) That's right. And you know what? Anything can happen and it probably will. (laughs) That's right. We were just talking about how how different we are. Yes. And how uniquely one we become. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my my goodness. Well, we're going to talk in our conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, We're kind of launching a conversation. I don't know how many sessions we'll have and conversations we'll have on this, but um, several. Mm -hmm. And we are going to be talking about the wonderful, ultimate, Mm -hmm. great covenant of marriage. Marriage, that's right. Marriage. And the two shall become one. Oh boy! Mm. Now we're having fun with this, but I'm telling you, this is this is the crux of the Bible. This was what God was after. Ever since He lost connection with man, and He was no longer one with man, He has been pursuing your heart and my heart and the heart of man ever since. And that's why Jesus came was to reconnect us with God. That's right. And, you know, um, (laughs) as we were beginning this conversation with you, Mark said we were kind of chuckling. Well, we were chuckling because we are absolutely, if you would look at us in the natural, you would see probably day and night. Mm -hmm. You would see fire and water. You would see, (laughs) (laughs) you would see much uniqueness. But, you know, it's interesting because when we work together in that covenant that God has called us to, um, it's it's rewarding. It's yeah. glorious, and we don't lose our individuality. Yeah. I want to say that we don't u- lose our individuality. But when two become one, it's what happens in the spiritual realm. And when that is the very heartbeat mm-hmm. of your marriage. Um, me and everything can come out of it. You know, when you talk about being one, the word unity would be a word we would, you know, bring up. So That's how, right. how do you create, you know, unity in the marriage? Unity when you got two different individuals, how do you <laughs> and have And you think completely unity? different. So here's a definition one time the Lord gave me when actually I was uh, preparing to minister to our congregation out of the book of Acts. We were taking on some big projects, going in some new territory. New territory. So I was working to keep us in unity. (laughs) (laughs) And I was studying the book of Acts about how they were in one accord. They all went in. And I uh, was actually, that was the reason I was studying. But in that study, I came across a definition of unity that has just marked my heart and our heart and our family ever since that time. And unity is a place of consistent commitment to purpose. So I want to say that again. Unity is a place of consistent commitment. Commitment to purpose. To purpose. And so even though you're individual, you're unique, when you know your purpose and you know the purpose of marriage, mm-hmm. you can unite in that purpose. You don't lose your individuality, but you gain unity in the relationship. Now, I want to give one other little definition um, as we're getting started, and that is 
the definition of submission. Okay. And submission, actually, this is something that the Lord showed us years ago again, and it's something that has completely um, stayed active in our, our marriage and in our home. And submission... Now, wait. Did we lose anybody right there? Because sometimes you say that word, and some people just like check out. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> or did you just say submission? <laughs> All right. So hang in there. Just, just, oh, just bear with us. Just bear with us. Okay. So submission is coming under another's mission. That's right. Just like a submarine goes under the water, sub. Marine, Marine. it goes under the water. Submission is coming under another mission. That's right. Or another person's mission. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, we have discovered that the whole thing is when we come under the heavenly mission. That's right, the mission of love. The mission of love. Thus, hashtag family mission. Come on. That is coming under being submissive mm -hmm. to his mission. That's right. So when we submit, we ultimately are coming under a mission. And what is that mission? So yeah. we'll talk about that more, kind of break that down um, in days ahead in these conversations, because I think sometimes there's major struggle and disagreement um, that can arise and the enemy can use that against uh our relationship, our husband and wife relationship, mm -hmm. because it's it's looked at, well, you know, well, okay, you're just submitting to your husband. Well, husbands, you need to make sure that you're mm -hmm. stepping up with a mission that can someone can come under. Yeah, everyone and, in the relationship is submitted. The husband's right. submitted, the wife is submitted, that's the right. children submit. But again, it, it all flows from the head, which is Christ. He's the He's the chief cornerstone, Scripture says. So that's where all authority stems from. And it's not about everybody just, you know, um, bowing down, cowing down, no. not having a voice, having no. But it is a place where you establish a culture in your home and a culture in your marriage to where this is about letting love win. Love win. And one more final thing, and then we'll move on to um, where we want to get to today. But these are just foundational things that we want to lay here mm -hmm. today as we go into this um, further conversation with mm -hmm. you. But the the truth is, you submission is not put into place until you have to choose to come under someone else's mission besides your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here's the reality. Um, and just to be as practical as we can be, you don't even have the opportunity to submit until you disagree. <laughs> so, Hello. You just opened up a big one right there. So it's, you know, that is the reality by definition of what submission is mm -hmm. to be under the mission of another. It's not really proven or walked out until you actually disagree. And then you by choice and through honor and through faith in God, you then you know, stay in line with the mission, stay in line with the vision, stay in line with the purpose. And of course, this is this was modeled by Jesus. And it was. And this is what comes to mind as we're talking about husbands and wives. But let's let's take it even a step further, because 
you're not submitting to God until you have to make a choice that you're going to choose his way mm-hmm. over your way or your feelings. Yeah. Okay, so every thought, bring it into submission, the scripture says. Mm-hmm. Bring every thought into the submission. Line it up to the word of God. So in our everyday life, we're not yielding to submission until we take that thought and say, mm-hmm. that's not my thought. The word of God says this. That's right. So that's a practical example of submission. And sometimes we get all, you know, we hear the word submission and we think. We think bondage. And we think think control. control, Or we think, you know, well, well, no, it just means that we're choosing to go override our Mm -hmm. own thought process, our own feelings, and choose another's. So I just, I think it's really kind of neat how God um, helps us in this way. He gives us the ability to to walk mm-hmm. freely. We have our, our own choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can yield or we can not yield. We can submit or we cannot. And one thing that I know that I've found in my life is when I didn't submit to something most of the time probably 99.9 or 100.9 percent of the time it showed back up Mm -hmm. and i had to still come to a place that i came under the mission of god Mm -hmm. over my own mission because what you're what you're touching on there really is we want this to be your takeaway today what it all boils down to is we have to choose God's way over our way. That's right. And that's what really this whole conversation is about today. Mm-hmm. As we as we begin digging into, you know, the fabric of marriage, the cornerstone of marriage, the root of marriage, which is the root of the home, the foundation of the home. It's where family begins. Mm-hmm. Family doesn't begin with children. It's where the glorious church is mentioned. And it's where the glorious church is mentioned in Ephesians five. But let's let's make a decision as we begin our conversation today that we're just going to choose God's way because God's way is not a controlling way. No. God, God is clearly not trying to just control us. Mm-mm. He's trying to release potential in us. He's trying to release the creativity he's put in us. But we have to let the word define that word submission. That's right. It's not a controlling word. It's no. not a it's not a abusive word. It's a word that's going to bring the greatest creativity, the greatest release, the greatest potential out of you as a person and your marriage as a union and your family as a God-given gift. This is the thing we have to understand is the ways of God. And so Kim, let's go to Matthew 6 where um because you you highlighted the ways seeking his ways. So Matthew six thirty three, this is a very familiar per- portion of scripture where Jesus was talking about just you know, hey, relax. If God takes care of the birds, He's going to take care of you. If if he if he dresses the lilies of the field, He's gonna He's gonna make sure you're clothed. And at the end of this whole discussion. Um, where he's trying to really uh, help people to not get anxious, not get into fear. And those, of course, are areas that create stress in marriage, you know, areas of anxiety and fear. But what he says in verse 33 really begins to uh, give us our launch pad for our discussion here today. Can I read it in the Amplified here real quick? I want you to. That's where I was headed. Okay, so it says, But seek... Aim at and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, 
his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given you. Wow, that's powerful. Think about that. When we seek at, seek after, aim at his way. I love that in the Amplified. His way of doing and and being being right. right. Then all these things. See, that's not control. No. That's what's going to release the God of all creation who created the heavens and the earth, set the stars in the sky, set the set the moon in its place. And we have at this moment galaxies and universes expanding at the speed of light. He's not trying to clamp things down, shut things down. When we aim at his way of doing and being right, it actually releases the potential of the individual. That's right. It releases the potential of the marriage. It doesn't control it. It doesn't shut it down. It doesn't put this weird box on it. It doesn't put a lid on it. It actually is the um, it's the jet power. It's the propulsion. It's the release. It's the it's the force that's going to push forward and mm-hmm. not hold back. Exactly. And, you know, we've shared this testimony before um, many times, but, you know, one of the the things um, that I love how the Lord has worked with us and trained us in life and in marriage is is simply because there, there were pivotal times I can remember from the time that we said I do. And our story is kind of unique we got married i graduated from bible college we got married just i graduated in may we got married in july october we moved in pioneer to church come on jesus come on jesus (laughs) and we were young we were we were newly married we were starting what the lord had put in our heart to start and it was an adventure an adventure times Mm -hmm. you know a thousand i think and you know, one of the things that the Lord showed us very early into our marriage, and it was because of a situation, a circumstance, and actually, you guys, it was over yard work. Yeah, landscaping. It was landscaping. <laughs> we had just gotten into this awesome house that we were just kind of redoing, and that's a Holy Ghost thing, um, how that happened. But I wanted to put in a fountain mm-hmm. a pond in our backyard create a little sanctuary yeah and um and so because i grew up out in the country and my parents had a, a a fountain and a pond a fish pond and i would take a quilt and i'd go lay outside and look at the stars because we lived out in the country too but i'd listen to the water so of course i wanted that in mm-hmm. my home in our backyard and um it was kind of an interesting journey. I won't go through the whole thing, but because of two differences of opinions and um, me being right and him being right, um, we kind of <laughs> ended a discussion with, you know, you got to go preach because we did a, a call out in the prisons at, at that time. And we did that for over 18 years. And, and so Mark had to go that evening. And so, Part of it was that he didn't want to get into a big project Saturday morning. Exactly. So, but he should have told me that on Friday when well, I left the church office and went to the store and bought all the stuff to do the project on Saturday morning. But this was something we had to work out early on. Was um, <laughs> sometimes because of my passion for planning, I would procrastinate. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would procrastinate. And so uh, my and wife. And my be, passion for it, let's get it, get it done. done now. <laughs> so, so that was the, you know, that was. We've balanced each other out over all these years. 20, um, coming up 28 years. So I guess we've, we survived. <laughs> well, it even, it, it, what was what we were chuckling about before we went live here today, because <laughs> I had this plan and I had all these scriptures lined out and she goes, let's just get started. <laughs> And and that's what we were chuckling about before we went live, because uh, it was, again, it's so do you see it it doesn't have to it's not something you got to just crush and and quelch and but you have to just learn to bring who you are, who God is in you, and you bring it together under the mission of love. And we're going to go forward with this testimony now because it really highlights that reality that we press into every time, every day, and every way. So for time's sake, I'm just going to kind of punch to the the very final reality. Well, the reality was um, he had to go work to um, prepare, and I kind of put my project on hold and figured I would take the the materials, the plants and stuff that I had bought and it was just gonna have to be another day, another time. <laughs> and and I was kinda just, okay, whatever. And I looked at him and said, you know, you're right, whatever, bye. And I turned around and left him alone <laughs> in his office. And so the the Lord really did a work mm-hmm. and with within just a matter of time there was a time of us coming back together and and the lord revealed that it wasn't about mark being right and it wasn't about me being right it was actually about the lord being right and um us seeking him being mm-hmm. right and the fact of the matter was that mark had a little bit of right in what he he was coming from, and I had a little bit of right where I was coming from, but we were determined to kind of point our little mm-hmm. fingers at each other with "I'm right" instead of it coming together and there being a solution in him. Yeah. And so we learned something very, very. Um, I would say it was a pivotal um, arsonry that was put into our marriage tool belt Mm -hmm. from that point on because when we would have something that would come up that we both felt like there was something really you know Mm -hmm. even to this day circumstances um, or what the Lord has showed each one of us we have to come to a place where we sit down in a non-confrontation area And just say, okay, well, this is what I have. This is what you have. Let's look at it together and let's take it and let's work with him in both. We call it um, letting love win. Let love win. You know, this is a, this is a key, this is a key bit of truth to, to lay hold of. I, to give you an image you know, if you've ever been to Washington, D.C., where you go and you see some of the different monuments, and there's the monument to Iwo Jima, where, you know, all the Marines are pushing up the flag because they'd captured that little mountain there. And from that little small island, they launched the um, the final attack that brought the, the war to an end. But what was the what's the point of that? You say, why are you bringing that up? Well, because that was a key position. Yeah. That was captured. 
And so there's a key position that you capture that you can bring an end to the lot of a lot of the wars in your marriage. Oh, come on, come uh, on. You know, if you want the war to end, you want the battle to end, you want the fighting to end, you want the just the struggle, the frustration to end, then you gotta capture this key position in your heart. And that is you gotta capture that place and that posture and that perspective that this is not about me winning, it's not about her winning, or you know, vice versa, however you would say it, men, women. It's about God winning. It's about the the way of God prevailing. And it's not about just being quiet. Mm-hmm. It's not about um just being passive. Just being passive. Because the thing about it is when there is a covenant that is shed, there is the the actual, you know, breaking of of the 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 wound mm-hmm. that, that is created, you know, and the blood for a blood covenant for a blood covenant for the blood to actually be, you know, mixed. See, we we need each other. Yeah, the two shall become one, and I'm not going into all of that right now, but that is very key. So. It's not that we are to n- never speak about, you know, mm-hmm. the the way to not have a confrontation is you just, Avoid. you know, you just don't say anything. You keep everything inside. Well, believe me, sometime um, it may not come every day, but there's going to be a time that that inside is going to come out and it is not going to be pretty. Well, but it's but it's where the conversation comes from. Yes. See, when God came in the garden, see, come on, love did not avoid the issue. No, didn't deny love, it either. Love confronted it. Mm-hmm. Love is not passive. No, God was not passive and thinking, oh man, I just I don't want to go down there. I know what they did, and I don't know how I'm going to fix it. No, love has a plan. Mm-hmm. Love has a way, but love's going to confront it. And mm-hmm. so he had to go and he had to confront his son and his daughter, what they had done, what they had chosen. He knew it, but he he, he came into the conversation. He mm-hmm. got the conversation started when, you know, a lot of times we would just assume, just assume not have to have the conversation, but he had the hard conversation. And if you look at what was what was Adam and Eve's response? Mm-hmm. See, they wanted to hide. Mm-hmm. They wanted to blame. Yep. <laughs> they wanted to, you know, put 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 themselves over and you know <laughs> cover themselves. Cover themselves. They did. They, they didn't want to be seen. And you know, those three we're going to get. We'll get into more um, later as well because you can't be in a marriage and in a covenant relationship and want to cover. Mm-hmm. Want to blame. That's right. Or want to hide. That's right. And so we hope you'll continue to join us in the, the conversation here. We again we got it, just a few more minutes we, here. We've got about 10 minutes left with you in our conversation because we're going to try to keep these um, at our target time. Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you pop the cork on some of this stuff. You can you can really spend some time. But it's, it's so key, though. But we want to make sure that this is the main takeaway we want from today's conversation is that it's about seeking God's way of doing things. Yes. And, you know, we mentioned the word submission at the very beginning. It's, it's about a dedication of yourself. You know, that's really think about when you made your vows in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, she made her vows to me. I made her vows, you know, I made my vows to her. You know, we basically were vowing 
to come under the mission of love. That's right. Because, you know, you say things like for better or for worse, for Uh-oh. richer or for poor. And it's easy to say those words. But until, when the poor comes. Yeah. And when the pain Uh-oh. comes, you know, then you got to choose. When the loss them. comes. When the loss comes, when the hurt comes, the the devastation comes, Hello. The, the dry, uh, weary, exhausting seasons come. You know, there's there's just, there's time to I've walk it I've lost up. that love and feeling. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, <laughs> we find out real quick, love is, is not a feeling. It That's will pro- right. It will produce feelings, but it's not a feeling. Oh, love come is, on. Love is God. God is love. Love is God. And when he has the place in our home and the place in our marriage that we and only we can give him, he won't take mm-hmm. it. He won't make it. No. But we can give it to him and we can make a dedication that we're going to let love win. And we can respond. You know, I, as you just said that, this comes to me. You know, John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world mm-hmm. that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. See, our response is to his wooing. Our response is to his love. Mm -hmm. And so when we respond to his love and it flows out of us and through to our spouse, then they respond to his mm-hmm. love yeah. in us. See, that's such an important shift, Kim. That's beautiful the way you said that because we understand that that personally we let love, we let him draw us to himself, you know, individually, to him as our savior, to him as our Lord, to him as our redeemer. But see, we can't lose that coming into marriage. We got to let him continue to take the lead in our marriage. That's right. Let him have, you know, we used to, you know, when we would teach on marriage and you had like a visual, you could put like a, a triangle. Mm-hmm. You put him at the top and then, of course, you and your, your spouse are at the bottom of that triangle. And the more you move towards him, the more you come closer together. Mm-hmm. Narrow, As, narrow, 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 until eventually you're together all one in him. But see, it's it's I love how you said it. it's it's letting him have the lead. Mm-hmm. It's letting let not only letting him have the lead personally in our relationship with him, but letting him have the lead in your marriage. And so maybe that might be something that, you know, you could start with just here today, just making a fresh mm-hmm. dedication, a fresh commitment to just say, I'm going to let God have the lead in mm-hmm. my marriage. I'm going to let the Lord have the lead. I'm going to let. And what does that mean? That means you're going to let his word Yes. You know, guide his you're revelations, his, his spirit, his mighty Holy Spirit. You're going to let his ways, like we read in Matthew six thirty three, aiming at seeking at his way of doing things and his way of being right. You know, it just starts there and it, it doesn't just start there. That's where you hold yourself. You hold yourself accountable to that because it's not it's just not just a one off. I mean, you made your vows when what was it? Twenty eight years ago, we made vows to each other. But (laughs) we've had to make and keep those vows daily, uh, hour by hour, sometimes (laughs) (laughs) moment by moment. So it's not a one off. It's a continual. It's an abiding. It's an abiding. And so we abide in that place where we keep him in the place where he's leading the marriage, where he's leading my heart as a man. He's leading her heart as a daughter, but he's leading us as a couple. 
That's right. And so that's a place, that's a huge shift. And it, don't let it be too simple because that's where the victories ones. That That's that key position. If you can just imagine that Mm-hmm. that flag going up a victory in your marriage because you're going to you're going to take that key position in your heart this isn't about me this isn't about right. her this is about god this is about what god created the institution of marriage god created the covenant of marriage because when he wanted to get his family started he made a man then he he created a woman he brought them together and he so gave they us could reproduce. he gave the marriage covenant that's right. And it's interesting. You don't even see the enemy show up Mm-mm. in the human family. The enemy doesn't even show up or tip his hand until that woman comes Ooh, into the picture. Women, 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 listen up. <laughs> until that marriage is there in, That's right. in place where a man and a woman can now reproduce. That's when he recognized a threat. Uh-oh. And that's when he began to realize, I got to make my move. I got to stop this. And I've got to do anything and everything I mm-hmm. can to divide it. And so from that point until now, the enemy knows he has to target marriage. He mm-hmm. has to target because if he can destroy a marriage, he can destroy a home. If he can destroy a home, he can destroy a community. If he can destroy that, he can take down nations. And he can, what he's going after is he wants the world mm-hmm. under his thumb. But he, he targets marriage. Marriage mm-hmm. is the core. Marriage is the root. Marriage is the foundation because God wants a family. He wants a family. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, we have enjoyed this with you today. And um, check out this this um, conversation series, That's as right. we want to say it. Um, in days ahead, just keep out a look, and when they're posted, you'll know that um, we're continuing on in this conversation. And we want to hear from you. Make sure that you uh, uh, send us an email at spelmanministries at gmail.com. Uh, give us some feedback. Give us some testimonies. Ask some questions. Um, you can also, you know, private message us, direct message us on Facebook and Instagram. But but please be in touch with us. Let us know um, something that maybe you want to dig a little bit further into the conversation. We're going to we're going to pray. We're going to seek God. We're going to have a conversation as he directs and leads. But you can reach out to us if you have questions, something that you want to hear about, something you want to talk about. And we can seek God together with you as we press into making marriage all that God wants it to be.